0: Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.
1: The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie. I'm J.B. Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details.
0: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Welcome to Brainstuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brainstuff Lauren Vogelbaum here. You know when you wake up in the morning and you have all that crusty stuff in your eyes? That's called room, and it's just the remnants of a liquid coating that protects your eyes, that you blink away when you're awake, but that collects and dries when you sleep. But if you were a child living in Central or Northern Europe a couple centuries ago, grown-ups would have probably told you that when you woke up in the morning with crusty eyelashes, it was because the Sandman had been to your bedside, sprinkling his magical sleepy dust in your eyes, spinning the yarns of your dreams. This might have caused you some alarm, because the figure of the Sandman isn't all magical benevolent snooze dust— It turns out, as much as the Sandman is to sleep as Santa is to gift-giving, a Sandman's shadow side is at least as conspicuous as Santa's penchant for shady around-the-clock surveillance and distribution of switches and coal to naughty kids. We spoke about how the Sandman myths got their start with Dr. Maria Tatar, a professor of German studies, folklore, and children's literature at Harvard University. She said, it's a bit difficult to trace his origins because stories about the Sandman are part of an oral tradition. I feel confident that there are similar figures in other cultures because so many of the jolly, child-friendly creatures are shadowed by a disciplinary, evil person. Who invented the Sandman? Who knows? The Sandman's first foray onto the page was in 18th century German dictionaries, which briefly described the German idiom, Der kommt, a Sandman is coming, which was used to tease children who were particularly sleepy-looking. The first story about the Sandman and his doings was published in 1818 by German writer E.T.A. Hoffmann. Der Sandman begins with an exasperated nurse telling a story about a mythical creature who throws sand in the eyes of little children who won't go to sleep, causing their eyes to fall out of their sockets. The Sandman then collects the eyeballs in a sack and carries them to his home on the dark side of the moon, where he feeds them to his children. Tatar said, Der Zandman became an important story in psychoanalytic circles because Freud made so much of it in his essay, The Uncanny. Hoffman's story is a fairy tale for grown-ups, really. His Sandman is this dark, predatory monster. It definitely wasn't written for children. Keep in mind, many of the things we consider kid stories today, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, were originally told by and to adults. Though, of course, not all fairy tales were for grown-ups— In 1841, Hans Christian Andersen published a fairy tale meant for a young audience called Ol Lokai, Ol being a Danish first name, and Lokai translating to shut your eye. The eponymous character, always dressed in silk pajamas and carrying a colorful umbrella, is never referred to by Andersen as the Sandman, but the Sandman is the title most English translations assign to the fairy tale. Ol doesn't throw sand into children's eyes. He squirts milk into them. The story is a sequence of dreamlike tableaus, and Ol seems to be a benevolent figure in them. But he does introduce the main character, a young boy, to concepts of sexuality and death. And at the end of the story, the boy discovers that Lokai has a brother who, instead of coming night after night to our bedsides bringing dreams, only visits each person once, bringing death. His name is also Lokai. Tatar said, what's interesting about the Sandman stories is they remind me a bit of the children's verses and lullabies we sing to children which are soothing and gentle, but there's a stark violent side to them too. Somehow it seems to mirror our ambivalence towards children. We adore them and want to tell them gentle, lovely stories, but they drive us crazy at times. We, and especially our ancestors, resorted to cautionary and disciplinary tales like Little Red Riding Hood, in which the wolf will eat you up if you stray from the path. In the Hoffman story, if you don't go to sleep, the Sandman's going to come and scratch out your eyes. And if strong-arming children into settling down to sleep is not why the European parents and nurses of old told cautionary bedtime stories, maybe it's because they wanted to prepare their little ones for life's hardships. Tatar said, The unusual thing about the Sandman is he's a lot bigger than you are. There's no defeating him. You can't face him down like you can the villains in fairy tales. There's no happily ever after except falling asleep giving in. He can't be beheaded or trapped or tricked like other villains. It's hard to distinguish fairy tale, myth, legend, and all of that, but in a way, he belongs more to the realm of myth than fairy tales. Today's episode was written by Jessalyn Shields and produced by Tyler Klang for iHeartMedia and How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com.